0: yo what's up everybody
1: hey yo episode 132 welcome to jump street podcast it's crazy i was looking at it. i was like wow 132 i feel like we did 132 but we've had all <laughs> these channel, channel 11s so we kind of stayed at like you know 130 131 while we've done all these other episodes
0: Yeah, we did like four or three other episodes or something like that in between 131 and
1: 132 yeah um so yeah check out those if you haven't check out those channel 11s uh we talk about some pressing topics in <laughs> in skating we talk about and tier flat. We talk about um, do's and don'ts, which we got a little, some talk about that in the comments. So, you know, check those out. Those are some fun topics we talk about. But if you are just now joining us for the first time, if it's your first time seeing Jump Street, please, uh, if you like what you're hearing, follow us on all of our social media platforms. I think deep down in our heart, we know that our social media is truly evil, but we have to be a part of this world nowadays. So if you like what you're hearing, press the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, comment, like, share, subscribe. We have a Facebook, we have an iTunes. You can give us a five-star rating. You can give us a review. Um, you can also be a member of our Patreon community for $3 a month. When you become a member of our Patreon community, you get access to exclusive content inside outs, which are our trick tips, three pieces, section reviews with our guests. Um, and you also get automatically entered into free random drawing every month for something from our online store. You can win a mug. You can win a hat. You can win a, a tank top, you know? So that's a my mug. spiel.
0: A mug too. A mug. mug a too. All this. Yep. You know, um, we'll get more stuff. We will get more stuff. Don't worry. Don't you all worry out there. I want to give a shout out to our new Patreon supporters for this episode. We have Art Garza, Ryan Castillo, The Stuttering Skater, Braxton Martin, Angel Huerta, Cash Blaget, Christopher Talley, Corey, Modchin, Isaac, Madrid, and Alessandro Severini. Thank you all so much for supporting. I did not practice those, as you can tell. <laughs> but, uh I apologize if I uh, mispronounce your name, but it's part of the game. It's part of the jump Street game. We always start late and I always mispronounce your name. Two things that are guaranteed. I think, <laughs> you know
1: you, you know you know what I think? I think the, the, the fun part, it's like it's become like a fun uh Feature of the episode it's nowadays. like let's see who, whose name like, austin messes up now see <laughs> see how austin gets through pronouncing names and stuff like that
0: it's how can he mispronounce john smith
1: it's become fun for me at this point <laughs> okay <laughs> like, at least
0: it's entertaining for somebody if it's entertaining to you let us know <laughs> um we want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode which is as usual blank thank you for sponsoring this episode oh, no. everybody if you haven't already check out the new sean keen pro model skate um You know it's been anticipated for a while there was a beta launch before now we had the full launch from blank um sizes us six to ten and a half and twelve to twelve and a half available worldwide your favorite skate shop uh the skate features a direct mount sole plate designed by kyle sola uh, which pretty much means your frame is mounted directly to the boot for a lower riding profile makes you grind closer to your foot Um, top quality super comfy liner Uh, hydrogen 60 millimeter wheels which in my opinion is some of the best wheels uh, on the market And it's available worldwide at your local skate shop. So everybody check out the new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate. Available now. Give them a follow on Instagram at Blank Rolling Products or check them out at the website, BlankRollingProducts.com.
1: You know what I realized? I realized I jumped directly into the spiel without saying we have a very, 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 very special guest today.
2: Um, What are you doing?
1: I kind of jumped right into it. (laughs) Listen, 132 of these things, you get confused saying the same thing over and over again. You want to switch it up a little bit and things get changed. But, um... Mm. Yeah, we have Alex Burston on. It's going to be incredible. UK guy. We're, we've adjusted our times. We were doing the shows later. We're doing them early now. So now that we're doing them earlier, we could have some people who are in the UK and in the, you know, Europe region a little bit more easily now. So very stoked to be able to have Alex on today. Looking forward to talking with him. I actually went on tour with him. It's got to be 10 years ago at this point on the Kingdom tour way back in the day. And Damn I Kingdom. actually look forward to talking. Yeah, talking. It's an old magazine that was like Ali yeah. Short and Adam Cola. So I look forward to talking with uh, Alex about that, like kind of going through those memories. But um really look forward to talking to him today.
0: That sounds cool. Um, for anybody who's watching on YouTube, think, uh, we'll play a little game, find out how many Wu-Tang logos you can find throughout this episode. <laughs> uh, before we jump into our guest, Alex, uh, real quick, let's check out our WTF of the week. We have a veteran this week, a WTF veteran whose name i'm not sure of but their handle is von kuften with a double toe slide to backside channel 11. i think that might be one of the few WTFs where i kind of might have the name correct on that one what is that correct Billy? Really? what do you think no
1: i think it's yeah you, you nailed it and you, you did it you did it perfect man i support that
0: i, think I get was, something right once in a while at least
1: no you get a lot of things <laughs> right man don't go so hard on yourself <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of these WTFs are hard to name, you know, I think this one's pretty straightforward
0: as, but still WTF worthy, as it is. yeah, oh, 100%, exactly, yeah. which I don't yeah, understand just, the toe slides like that, him and like Sean Keane have them down,
1: yeah, I don't know, I don't get it, and he has the, so. the fire
0: pants to match, <laughs> so, yeah. congrats once again, WTF, that's like at least the second time we've had him on the show, but, yeah, um, but this, he's,
1: he's always good with the snowboard gear, you know, I feel like he's, is like that what it is, the snowboard pants, I feel like he's in the Siberian region of Russia where it's like very snowy and uh, mountainesque. And um, he just he has outfits that, you know, kind of highlight where he's from. And it got to stay you, warm. You, know,
0: you got to stay hey, warm. It looks
1: good. It looks good. <laughs> I, cu- I couldn't do it, but it looks good.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, is there anything else? Oh, you wanted to mention the BPSO.
1: Yes, we got the BPSO coming up um september 3rd that is the weekend after this coming weekend um less than two weeks away man this is going so back and forth i know i said last episode there wouldn't be a quad event some quad skaters have reached out and i said hey if you can get like 10 to 15 competitors we'll do one so it's looking like we're going to do a quad event in the morning 10 a.m to 12 noon and then from noon to six we're going to have the inline event we're going to have merge tables there there's going to be new obstacles i just released a list of uh pros and visiting, uh, skaters who'd be attending the event. We got Michael Weissman coming in from all the way, Germany. We got, Ooh. uh, all the, you know, Dominic Bruce, Levy, like, uh, the, the entire Mesmer team is going to be there. A lot of guys from them are going, Alex Broskel Marius, Sean Darst, uh, the Kelso brothers. So it's going to be a heck of an event. You know, the, all the Bodega boys are going to be there. So it's going to be a cool event. We just locked down the place for the after party oh. and there's going to be a cool video premiere that we're going to announce. I think today, after this episode, I'm going to do that. So if you're in town, you don't want to miss out on the BPSO. It's going to be a great one this year. Lower East Side, September 3rd, Labor Day weekend, New York City. Check it out. So that's what I got to say there.
0: So there we go. Good thing we had you on with the latest update was no quads. But change of plans, quad event happening now. So it's good to know that. all over that. the
1: place, man. It's been all over the place. And uh, it's kind of like it's, – it's it's you know I got to take some responsibility for that. I took over this event like two months – notice like uh she was like hey can you do it i can't do it so so i took it over and i wanted to involve uh the quad community and i think i think there was some uh good intentions with some miscommunication and uh didn't really get the support i was expecting from some of the quad companies and uh, i just felt like the word wasn't getting out there enough so I felt like I had to pull it back just so to not deliver a bad event. But then when I canceled it, like uh, had a bunch of quad skaters reaching out, said they wanted to do it regardless. So we're pushing forward. We're here to make great events and make things happen. And, you know, next year when we get like uh, a little bit more notice, we'll make it an even bigger event. But this year it's already going to be going off. It's going to be incredible. So uh, it's going to pop off, the like, off. Yeah, I think it's like 2K first place for the inline. And uh, so it's, it's going to be cool
0: nice stacked roster if you're in new york city next weekend be there les september 3rd and we'll see you there um without further ado should we jump in with our very special guest for the week are we ready are we ready let me stretch <laughs> we gotta stretch for this guest <laughs> okay all right everybody Let's go. please welcome our very special guest this week mr alex burston hey. hey. there we go I backed you up. We didn't We didn't get that first. I had
1: to
3: back you up, you know? I couldn't find the button. Yeah, it disappeared che- on me. You got some cheering sounds there. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a courtesy <cursier laughs> of Butter that's TV, brilliant.
0: the Winter Clash cheering sounds. Authentic skate contest cheering. That might have been cheering for you at that point. Who knows? But oh, yeah, you never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only, only one person knows. JP from Butter TV. But hell yeah, Alex. Thanks for coming on the show.
3: No, it's a pleasure, mate. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, I'm
1: uh, super stoked to have you on. You know, I've I was just saying in the beginning of the intro of the show, like we've actually known each other for quite a while. I think we went on tour like over ten years ago. At this point, something it was it was a while back.
3: Yeah. And, was, um, yeah, that was a while. That was literally I think it was like twelve years ago because I was like I was like twenty. I'm thirty three now, so yeah, I
2: was
3: wow, like twenty twenty one madness. Because I was skating USD at the time as well, wasn't I? So
1: yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I think it was even before it's nearly 15 years ago man that is it's madness
1: it was a long time ago yeah i think yeah, i think it was like something like that but um yeah it's it's interesting i want to go through a lot of that stuff with you and you know it's cool to see like everything you've done throughout the years like you know you've pushed yourself in skating you've got a skate you went on and your father now you went through all this stuff and i know you had health issues that you've overcome and and gone through and uh, hopefully yeah. we can like get into a bit of your story, but um, I, I'm I'm curious to know because you know I'm very fascinated not only by how people get into skating in the intro, but like um you know what it was like in in the UK coming up where you came up. If I'm not mistaken, you're from Manchester, and yeah. yep, Manchester, yep, and uh, you know <laughs> when yeah. yep, Nick and you know <laughs> Nick's from there, and like a lot a lot of those uh, you know OG UK guys. Um, so, and Adam Cole and all the rest. So, uh, if you don't mind, I know I'm being a little choppy right now, but tell us how you got into skating. What was your first video? Uh, what was the you know Manchester scene like? Just to just to get it kind of open.
3: Yeah, no. Uh, how I first got into skating was my uncle. i probably, you know, if I can remember correctly, my uncle used to used to skateboard, um, and I I used to always be skating around on my rollerblades on the streets. uh one day he said something about a skate park and i was like what what, what's a skate park yeah what what do you mean this is a thing he's like yeah there's ramps and blah 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 i was like wow take me take me so i went there i was i was i was scared man i was like so intimidated but um i got one of the guys to help me on the first day i managed to get the drop in and that but yeah it was i was seven years old um I was on some fucking shitty skates, which, you know, they did the job. They got me going um, pretty much just from there, just carried on. But yeah, the, the scene was, the scene was good. Once, once you got to know, especially in like 96, early 2000s, it was, it was booming. So there was always tons of rollerbladers. And after a while, they all just kind of took me under their wing and just, do this do that yeah you can do this and i was a pretty crazy little kid so i'd be like all right (laughs) go for that go for it so it was um yeah it was good man i had a lot of support from the older generations because i was always the youngest one as well i was always like little alex and i was small i didn't grow properly until i was like 18. so yeah i mean yeah it 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 was good yeah. And then I remember I used to always bump into like Adam Kohler and Rick Cheatham and Jamie Daniels, all them old school, the first Manchester skate crew guys. And I used to just be blown away. Like what the, you know, these guys, these guys. And yeah, they, everyone took me under the wing and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, it, um, I, I feel like when I first met you, not to cut you off, but I feel like when I first met you, you were like the younger guy out of the crew, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like the young ripper guy because like you know you were younger but you were doing all the tricks as like everyone else and like you said i guess being kind of you know definitely not skating passively you're skating like very aggressively for
3: lack of yeah bad. i was i was i was into it back then man I, there wasn't many fucks given back then but um right I mean, yeah i'm a little bit more uh reserved might you say at these these days you know we got to be more cautious of your body when you get older haven't you <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: if you want to keep skating yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah, for sure, man. Even just general life, man, just, I mean, I'm, I've got my routine, I do my stretching and if I didn't do all this stuff, what I do, like cold showers, I do my breathing exercises, my yoga, like other upper body exercise. If I didn't do that, man, I, I mean, I'd be struggling to walk down the street Like after 25 years of bashing my body without, you know, so yeah, you got to be smart about it if you want to carry on. No, yeah. it's
1: true. It's, it's really night and day when like you're you're taking care of your body versus when you're not like you know and just like you know a lot of the pain that you get from like the years of wear and tear and skating is just like if you strengthen your body you don't have that same because it kind of holds you together so that those practices like the yoga the stretching the upper body stuff it really goes a long way especially like getting in your 30s you know
3: yeah for sure man and i didn't realize that until i got to about 25 and i did my back in lower back problems and um I found myself, I couldn't escape for over a year, um, for due to these lower back problems, and I, I don't even know what it was. I didn't even go to the doctors, uh, but I went to move to Malaga. I fixed it up, started doing yoga. This was probably about eight years ago now, and then since that, I've hardly any problems as long as I keep up with my routine. And it, I, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, man. And I, I never used to, I never used to care about any of that, like stretching. Mm-hmm. Nah, you know. Right. But yeah, it's needed. It's needed.
0: It's, it's good to hear you talk about that stuff, too, because I know you're a very health-conscious guy. I don't know how deep you actually went into it, but are you, like, a vegan as well?
3: Yeah, fully, fully. Um, Was
0: that from the back pain thing, too, and, like, you just flipped your whole life around 180?
3: That's where it started, yeah. I mean, it took me a few years to kind of get up and down, up and down to get into the full vegan. Like, you know, I'd make mistakes, like, either i'd have a treat i'd eat some some chip potato chips some crisps we call them you know what i mean in the uk we, i'd eat some crisps and be like what the fuck? that's that's got milk in it oh no i'm not vegan anymore uh, milk and, <laughs> but like, and, yeah. and chips yeah chi- yeah 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 there's milking like in some Whoa. chips and that you, you don't really think about it but but apart from that yeah it's been about eight years but now probably about five years i've been i've made sure i'm looking at all the ingredients i'm making sure i'm not taking any animal products and i feel amazing for it like especially with yeah my ailments you know i have and my body and everything it is it's done me a world of good it's kept me skating i think it's it's that's great
1: i was gonna ask um what the motivation was for being vegan? What was it like the back thing, as Austin suggested, or was it like more like compassionate eating, or was it something like to do with your health, as as you were just suggesting, or some combination of the three?
3: It went, yeah, it was a combination. It went in a bit of a in a bit of a process. I actually started looking more into it when I was about twenty three. I, I was living with my friend, and we were kind of going through that kind of young, like early twenty one, kind of mind awakening. Like researching all this stuff, getting into a bit too deep into stuff, and and then from there I was like, oh, it's like I like animals. I don't want to eat them, guys. You know what I mean, I I mm-hmm. just I like them. And yeah. And then basically, <laughs> I I started it, and I felt really good for it. I relapsed a few times just to test it out, and then eventually it became a spiritual thing and as well it's just all three wrapped into one but it was a process yeah. it wasn't just a, it was not an overnight thing because it, it, it was it was hard at first but now like i don't crave no meat i don't crave any dairy products I, and if i do they've got the alternatives these days where i'm every now and then like i'll treat myself sometimes i don't i really don't like doing it but mcdonald's do a really good vegan burger and i've not <laughs> had a vegan burger. i have not had one like a mcdonald's in years so i had it and i nearly cried out of nostalgia i was like oh it's a, <laughs> a vegan burger. but it made me feel so dodgy man i felt horrible after it and like yeah it's but it's, yeah. it's a nice treat it's a nice treat but, e- Yeah. even the vegan
0: burger from mcdonald's made you feel bad that's funny i had mcdonald's like two weeks ago for the first time also in like 10 years or something and straight up nostalgia and i was like why am i doing this also <laughs> i didn't it, do the vegan thing but
3: it's gotta be done every now and then man it's uh you know, we're only human. We like our pleasures. That's what we're here for, really. Gotta be happy.
0: <laughs> I'm <so> fr- <laughs> Billy, me and you used to live off double cheeseburgers back in the day for a dollar. Man, yes, the man. stuff I
1: used to Same. put into my body. Yeah, I mean, you know, when yeah, dollar double cheeseburger dollar things dubs. like
0: that. Dollar dubs. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I think
1: I think you start to notice, you know, you are what you eat, you know, if like the way, the way you Holy. like now if I eat McDonalds, it's I I'm, I'm like if I had plans before that, like the, the plans that I had are going to happen much slower. <laughs> I would be sat on the couch like, oh man, why did I do that? So it's like, not it's weird. really like, you know, you don't know, but it becomes more evident as you get older. Like what you eat, when you put into your body, like not only does it affect your like physicality and your energy, but it also affects like your mental state. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could bring you, if you're eating like crap, you could be feel like being in a depressed place. And it really is wild. Like you are what you eat. So like, uh, you know, my, My wife, she's vegan and I, well, I'm sorry, she eats eggs now, but I mean, she's other than the eggs, she's vegan, no dairy, none of that stuff. And, um, you know, I try to take a page out of her book every now and then. But as you say, like, you know, you, you're tempted and you, you know, I go, I go back to New York and I like all that, like pizza and all that crap. I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? I can't say no, but certain things, you know, you got to give yourself every now and then.
3: Yeah, man, pizza. Every time I watch like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something, <laughs> they're eating pizza, I'm like, oh. you watch
0: the opening credits, the like Secret of the Ooze, and you're like, damn, I need a slice.
3: <laughs> Me, that's what, and especially like the New York looking pizzas, I'm like, oh man, fuck, I want a pizza now. But they do some decent vegan pizzas, but yeah, oh, it's, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about. It. But again, that's another treat thing. I, I do try not to indulge in uh, that type of stuff too much. But yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's a tricky one but it's good it's it's worth it every every step of the way <laughs> do,
0: do you um now that you've you changed your health and everything like that you're stretching doing yoga eating better do you feel like you're skating better than you have always have been even though you're older now than before
3: i do when i feel good like on it like which is pretty much all the time i because i have my this disease thing which we can go into later if you want it's it's in remission pretty much but yeah like i feel better than i ever have done um I've probably got a little bit more fear than I used to have because I guess that comes with age and also Mm -hmm. I have to think Mm -hmm. about I prioritise my life. Like if I hurt myself I won't be able to run around and go to the park with Alice with my daughter and Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel yeah, I feel I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better for it and yeah, thirty three I feel pretty much, yeah, as as good as ever, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, i think i think that uh the the fear is just like wisdom which is just like oh you've been here you've been hurt, yeah. you know what can happen here and like you say you're a father and you want to enjoy some quality time with your daughter and not just like limping around and stuff like that i think you know i think the same thing that makes sense but um so you know i want to talk about your skating but since we're, we're on topic um maybe we can talk about what you went through because to be perfectly fair like i don't know the full extent of it i remember like hearing about it from mark um a few years back and then mark told me like he's in bad shape like you know check out like i think i dm'd you and i was like hey what's up something like we but i remember hearing about it being like what's happening and you kind of being getting out of it or something but i still don't know the full uh story of what happened so maybe if you could elaborate on what you've been through in that area
3: yeah it was strange it was, it was very strange basically I'll, I'll give you more detail but basically my immune system was just Strong as fuck, <laughs> and it just kicked my ass. My immune system was stronger than my own body. Um, it was just before COVID, um, and I think it was. But I think it, it got announced that COVID was out way before than they said it said it was at first. So I got really ill, like a chest infection, and I was okay after that for about two days. I went walking, um, I went walking around t- uh, Manchester, the city centre with Fraser, just on a little day, a little chill. Fraser Watson. If you know, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then the next day I started aching. Like I had a flipping like a full day session and I was like, what, what's going on? I like, oh, it's fine. You know, I've, I've only just got better. And then the days, the weeks, days and weeks went on and I was just trying to pass it off. Like, nah, I'm, I'm out as fuck. I'm fine. Like you know what I mean? being stubborn Yeah. <laughs> and then I started losing my breath. So I, I couldn't swallow properly. I literally, I was nearly passing out all the time. I was fainting almost I couldn't I couldn't brush my teeth properly, like every part of my body was aching. So I told my mum and she was I was like, You're going doctors. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Nah, I'll be alright, mum, I'll be alright. And then one day I was like, Mum, I nearly passed out, mum. And she was like, Right, you're going doctors. And I did a lot of research before that and I found this thing it's called dermatomyositis, which is an autoimmune disease. Um so I went to the doctors they sent me to the hospital i was in the hospital for like 10 days getting tested on i always say to people i felt like a flipping alien like the only thing missing was an anal probe i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah at the end of it they were like yeah you were right mr burston you've uh you've got this disease that you said you have and i was like yeah no <laughs> like, wow. google google you could have told I could have... <laughs> yeah um, which is, is a very wow. rare disease like one in one in Ten or oh, one in one hundred thousand people get it, something like that. Ten or one hundred. Either way, it's very rare. So yeah, that put me out for for nearly about a year and a half. Man, I was on these steroids, these horrible medications that couldn't I couldn't sleep properly at night. And uh, but yeah, and then so I gradually started getting myself feeling better. Um, the doctors said I would never be skating again. I'd always have these pains. I'd always be on medication. So with With that being said, I was like, doctors have always told me stuff, and I've always surpassed what they've said. So, kind of like, nah. (laughs) Yeah, right. With with I was listening to like healthy affirmations every morning, getting my getting like kind of hypnotizing myself. Uh, I was stretching. I was eating pretty much a ninety five percent raw vegan diet, um, which was recommended by Google, pretty much again.
0: The best and eventually,
3: <laughs> yeah, mate, it's good. It's fucking. It's got so much information on you. Just you do have to be careful what you're searching. But if you got the, you know, if you got the right head, you, you can find the uh, the answer to most of your life shit, man. And it's good. But yeah, so against the doctor's wishes, I eventually managed to come off the medication. Got myself fit again. Started exercising, and here I am, man. I'm uh, feeling better than ever. As long as I keep up with my healthy routine, yeah. That's wild,
1: um yeah it's crazy i
3: have... nearly died man I, I nearly died it could have killed me. that's what i heard yeah. yeah
1: that's that's what i heard i heard like you were like uh you nearly died and like you were like something like not able to eat or like losing weight or something like that was that part? i of didn't
3: it? want to eat the, everything made me feel sick literally everything made me feel the only thing i could eat in the midst of it was all i wanted was tomato soup and salt and vinegar crisps that was it wow. that so was you, the like, only
1: pain or was yeah, it like a it pain, like... physical
3: all over my body basically this disease uh, my immune system the white blood i think it's the white blood cells eat away at my skeletal muscles um so all my skeletal muscles got pretty much de- depleted i had none uh, not hardly any left i couldn't do anything i was i was like yeah it was horrible man they the doctors give me morphine and stuff like that which i had reluctantly taken because it hurt you it, it fucked my stomach <laughs> up but yeah it was crazy man it was crazy but it was like the most pain i've ever been in like even all the injuries i've had like it was it was weird man and it really made me put put things in perspective like i need to start looking after myself otherwise i ain't going any th- further than this you know <laughs> like i was nearly gone so it was a uh... and i only just alice was really young at the time as well so i was obviously i was like "What? wow i want to be here for my daughter if anything you know
0: then how how, how did you come out of it then because
3: you seem fine now yeah yeah i just like i said i just slowly after the medication after i started feeling better then i was like okay i feel a bit better now i can kind of skate i started building my muscles back up again and uh i I kind of started cutting the medication down i was it was scary because i was like it could just flare up i'm doing this out of intuition and feeling my body so my mind obviously you know you get the you know you get the left the devil saying no nah, you're gonna be fucked up and you get you know what i mean yeah. but i just i just cut the medication down slowly and then eventually i was like okay i don't need this medication i'm skating I'm, i'm not hurting the next day and it's yeah um it's i think i'm i got kind of lucky really i guess i don't know it's a weird one man like it's I feel like an alien. I feel like a flipping
1: alien. or something. But it's, it it sounds like, uh, it doesn't sound like luck. It seems like you, you know, you did your research and you made like healthy, smart decision decisions and you like casually weaned off, like to see how it felt step by step and your body and your intuition was telling you that you were doing the right thing and it ended up being the right thing. That's, that's awesome, man. I'm like Mm -hmm. really happy for you after having gone through what sounds like hell.
3: Yeah, it kind of was a bit of hell, but I wouldn't change it for nothing because it wouldn't—I wouldn't be who I am now, and I wouldn't know have the knowledge of my body as I do now. But yeah, it was crazy because the medication, the side effects were the same. With there was a lot of side effects, that were the same as the actual illness. So I was like, well, "Fuck this! Like, what are you what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's like fucking crazy, yeah. man. Crazy. But yeah, I'm here now, and I'm pretty much 100% man. Like, it's it's good." Good.
1: that's awesome man and that is awesome um,
0: good to have you back man because i think yeah, your, yeah. your skating is just as good as not better than ever too because watching you skate now like the l- latest edits you put out like with loco skates and everything like that and your clips on instagram everything your skating is still like top-notch phenomenal like you have everything down to a t to perfection we, we did a an episode me and billy like do's and don'ts of skating like like how to like per- not how to perfect it but like things that we look for to like make a perfect trick or whatever and like i feel like you nail almost all of those in your skating so it's awesome to see you still skating
3: thank you so much yeah oh yeah oh, no, oh, watch oh, that I, episode i need to watch that episode i need to watch that because it's gonna, it's gonna uh, uh, is, is the mistral in there yeah
0: yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course you <laughs> yours are legit though and and i saw I think Tom Moise I I got a, a notification on YouTube that he just put out another trick violations video. I think that was like the title of it. So I'm interested right. to see that one as well. Along the same lines as that.
3: Yeah, man, sweet. Yeah, I'll look. I'll
2: uh,
1: look. Yeah, I, I, I was I was thinking along what Austin was saying, like in the same vein. Like you've always kind of had like the those like uh, I feel like in like the maybe it's a result of being like the younger guy and like in that generation. But like I feel like the. That generation generation of skating really paid attention to the little details and nuances of each trick, and you like you carry that so well. I think I forgot who it was, but someone was uh, some OG was bigging bigging you up recently on like how you present your tricks. But it's like mm-hmm. the the true top soles are laid out like even like the machios are just grabbed and upright, and like all like the Farfanugans are like laid out down on the boot. All these things. So uh, where where does that come from? Do you have, like, any early inspiration in skating that you were like, oh, yeah, this this is it, or, like, this is the kind of vibe I'm feeling? Because, like, a lot of the times for me, like, I, this might be, like, an old reference. I'm like, this guy's got, like, a Brian Jaggers thing going on. That's true. Which yeah. is, just, like, those laid-out, like, seized-out tricks. And I'm like, oh, man, like, it just r- reminds me of, like, something that was, like, you know, just kind of prominent in a certain era, but, like, not as much prominent now that you still, like, kind of carry forward. So just wondering where your inspiration comes for that and, like, your ideas behind that.
3: Well, it's it's hard to say. I mean, I would say the first thing is watching people like yourselves. Do you know what I mean? I was little, I was young, watching you guys smash it up, and uh, but also obviously the uh, the homies back over here, they'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, do it again, but do it like this, do it like this, do it like this, and then yeah, and then it I guess it just became became natural. I don't know. It's I don't I don't I don't really try to to make them perfect. It's just the first part of what I want to do a trick. You know, if I'm doing a soil, I want, I want my shit to be touching. You know what I mean? If I'm doing a, a true top cell, like I've got a lock up, you know, it's just one of them. I just want to do it properly for myself. So it feels good for me. And I mean, I like to watch my skating when it's done good. It's quite reward, rewarding. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I think it's an accumulation of the, the homies, like kind of putting me under their wing and then watching all the videos I watching. And like, cause I mean, there wasn't that many UK videos, I think at the, at the time it was more, it was definitely more American. Like, all you guys? And well, my, my first video, cause I remember you asked me that before I didn't answer the question. My first video was, um, I've been skating a long time before that, but it was it was Brain Fear Gone and Forest Fire. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I, like, I, like I said, I was skating a bit before then, and then I watched a few more, but then the first DVD I ever owned was Sell Your Soul to Row. Um, so yeah, it, I guess it just comes from watching watching all that stuff. I've got a load of old school dvds there on me on my shelf as well that i just look at i don't even play most of them and just just look at them to remember you know and it's like yep
0: yeah. it, what year did you start then you started like in the 90s i guess right
3: 96 yeah 96 well i went to the, to the skate park the first time uh when i was seven years old yeah I'm 33 now so it so. took you
0: four years to watch a skate video because brain mm-hmm. forgot i think was 2000 if i'm not mistaken <laughs> yeah i didn't
3: I didn't know. I just used to go and do stuff, and I didn't even know about street skating until I was about about twelve, yeah, thirteen. And my friends was like, "We're going street skating now." I was like, "What?" That's the thing. I do that with my friends. Does <laughs> other people do that? Cool. Like, That's yeah. Sick. I remember going street skating. They took me street skating in the town centre for the first day, and my 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 friend. I was tiny, so my friend, I think he was Brett Brett Davies, you know, Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. And he does all the the recreational stuff and the speed skating whatever and, uh he uh he was carrying my skates because I was that small and <laughs> i went out the first day and just busted out uh it's castlefield rail if if you know you know and uh yeah it was, it was, I just loved it man it's just yeah. it's if it's just already there it's in my blood or something i don't know <laughs> yeah. that,
0: that's such a purest meant like thing to do like you grew up skating. You straight up skate like by yourself or with friends don't watch any other skaters like no other inspiration pretty much just you your friends pushing each other to go and then all of a sudden you discover skate videos and it's like brain fear gone and you're like wow my eyes are open now
3: they're yeah, fully open i think i was watching it constantly <laughs> and then the no, secret I- bit at the end the secret section at the end my friend was like I was like, Oh, it's over and he was like, No, no, watch this. is was like, What? What do you mean? And I was like, No. Whoa. Do you know what I mean? Like a little kid completely blown away. And you didn't even
0: all. know who any of them were, I guess, right? No,
3: no, not until I watched the videos, no.
0: Whoa, that's crazy. I,
3: I mean I think I had like I must I must have got like some some skates or some with like signature skates and stuff. I can't remember. Um and then I guess that was the time then my friend was like, Oh, I've got these you know, these videos and it's hard to remember it's all quite uh scattered memories yeah yeah, it's madness it's beautiful
1: yeah it's um it's 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 you know like uh, someone was just pointing out in the chat that like you know there wasn't like it was hard to have access to videos and back in the day too it's not like you can go on the internet type things in youtube and go on your phone it was all right there like you had to like i think a lot of people maybe just started from having a pair of skates and then hearing things and going to the skate park and then like yeah. eventually having to like get into groups and get into the, the culture and meeting the people who like had access to the videos to, to see him. wasn't kind of like as accessible today. So maybe I could see that being part of it, but also like the UK scene, man, it's such, it's like such a rich scene in the history of like rollerblading history. When you think about old school rollerblading, you think about like, you know, Southern California, you think about like, you know, early New York, there's, the UK, you think about Japan, you think about Australia, and these like scenes that were were kind of there from the very beginning. But um, you know, you you're a line of some, some like really good skaters from the UK, like legends, you know. And I think I'm not sure if yeah. Leon Humphreys was the first to get a pro skate out of the UK, but I I know he was one of the first guys, and uh, you added yourself in that. So so what what was that process like, and how and how was that whole situation for you? Because I know it was a long time coming.
3: Yeah, well, I, I actually thought that it was um, it was quite soon. I didn't expect it, um, and it was it was yeah it was weird. I remember being in California, and um, Andy Andy just um, summoned me into his uh, into the office. I was like, "Oh shit, what have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What, what's going on, and he just showed me the skate, and I was just like, "He had my name on it." I was like, "Yo, what the?" okay like kind of thing because and i think i've said this in a couple years ago but my friend actually kind of leaked the information to me it was like don't say anything you gotta pretend but i was i was like i still obviously i was like pinch of salt like yeah okay that sounds like that sounds good that's a possibility but you know i'm not gonna believe it till i see it and then i was just like oh shit like that was like a childhood dream come true so it was uh yeah, and and I love the fact that it was the same color as Lomax's skate skaters. He's from Manchester as well, and his first skate was pretty much the same color. And you know, just USD and mine was razors. So it was a it was a happy coincidence that if if coincidences are coincidences, that is. But yeah, yeah,
1: I, yeah. That's I, really cool because uh, you and Nick were like I, when I met you, he was there, and uh, I know he was. <laughs> you guys have always been like bros in uh in in manchester and like you know still killing it away and that's really i didn't re- i didn't realize that connection until you brought it up that you guys had like the same color and skate that's really cool
2: mm-hmm. um yeah
1: so yeah i guess you guys would be the only two out of manchester with pro skates right
3: yeah 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 it's pretty cool yeah.
0: man so i find it interesting that like andy like invites you in because it seemed like you have a great relationship with razors by the way because i think if i'm not mistaken you've been on razors since like 2010 so that's like A dozen years going on, which is a long relationship, one of the longest that I can think of in in skating, probably along with Nick being with USD and Power Slide for however many years he's been there for. But, and then Andy brings you in and he shows you the skate and he's like, boom, pro skate, that's it. Like, he didn't, you didn't have any say in like what happens with the skate, like what color it is. I know you said you were happy about the color and you liked the way it came out, um, but like, there was no, no interaction like that with trying to get like a pro skate.
3: No, no, not not that I can recall. Um, I think I don't know. I, I've said I think I've said this before. I don't know if it's if it's fully true, but like I said, it, it probably is. But I think it was meant to be Julian's, but something happened with him, so the skate was already there, and and like I said, I just saw it. I was like, yeah, I like it. And he even said, do you want anything changing? Would you want you know? And I was just like, nah. It's like it looks like Lomax's skate. He's my brother manchester kind of thing yeah just yeah send it send
2: it
3: (laughs) that's right
0: we had we had julie on the show and he said that he was getting kicked off razors and he was supposed to get a pro skate i believe i don't remember who he said it was but it might have been you that it ended up being your pro skate i also think that he wasn't sure of that also it was also just like a rumor going around but the fact that you did get a skate and there was something that you liked at least that's something to be proud of too because it could have been like i don't know some crazy tie-dye color or something you were like what the hell is this you know, but it, it all yeah, worked I mean, out at, well.
3: at the time, at the time, if they give me a tie dye, I would have been a bit like, ooh. But I mean, I could, I take a tie dye now. I'm, now, I'm out yeah, of the, the positivity, you know, what I mean, I'd prefer a yeah. yellow and black, the yellow and black one if I'm going to have one now. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we've Tang, Killer Bees, and all that. And Manchester, yeah. Manchester is, the, Manchester is. Uh, you'll see the symbol somewhere on my arm. I can't even find it. Manchester, the, the animal for Manchester is a bee. So, oh no uh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Worker bees, worker bees. So are I you know. are you
1: big into? Ah um, uh, man, I don't want to say soccer,
3: but. You say soccer, <laughs> football. <laughs> are you big into nah, football? Nah. I mean, no. Nah, nah. Um, I mean, if the time was right, I'd have a, I'd, I'd go and play with the homies and that. Um, but not like. The average, the average UK citizen. No, I. To be honest, I think fully, like full honesty, I think it's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what it's do you not mean? I can understand. I can understand why people like it, and I can understand why it's it's enjoyable to play. But the way it is these days, it's all like, how oh, they fall over. I like. I used <laughs> to like it when it was like Eric Cantona and he was flying, kicking people and shit. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was mean, like, I mean, I don't fashion. like harming don't like people getting harmed like especially like violently you know but i mean i, I preferred yeah. it then and I'd, I'd probably watch it if cantona was still about our people like cantona i'd be like oh he's playing i'm gonna watch this because it's gonna be good you know what i mean but nah i'm a uh, nah nah.
1: yeah i think i think americans just think that everyone in the uk is into
3: football like you know soccer <laughs> I
1: don't
0: oh, even... especially from manchester too Right. Yeah, most right, people
3: like... are. Manchester's got very big teams as well. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. like I said, given the right time, I mean, if there was Manchester United and if it was a derby, Manchester United and Manchester City playing, I wouldn't care who won because I like Manchester. So it'd be like, oh, cool. I'm just, I'm just sat here. Everyone's like, Man United, Man City. Yeah. I'm like Manchester. Cool. I mm-hmm. go for it, lads. <laughs> I mean, very represent cool. our, our city. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: um so so you you've been for a long time doing things in the in the uk blade scene um you know well not only skating working with jake at loco and um work with bhc but didn't you have your own skate shop for a while
3: i did i've done a f- i've done a few things man this uh i got a skate shop when i was about 22 um it was it sold skateboards, it sold schools it sold like local clothing brands and other clothing brands and stuff I couldn't actually sell skates at the time because at the time Bones slash UK Skate was open and it was it, I couldn't get any product within a six mile radius if there was another shop selling product in a six mile radius.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, I I got that for and I was I got a lot of help from like my dad and, um, and he he ended up getting like an art gallery next door and stuff and it was good. It was really good time, but I found myself just. Super neglecting my skating. I was I was still young at the time, and I was like, no, nah, look, I can't do this no more. I need I need to be free. I can't be trapped in a shop like I'm 23. I've got my, my, my skating career. I needed to get out there, so I just gave it to, I just gave it away. I just gave it. Wow. I was like one of the homies that used to come in all the time. He always said it. Oh, I'm well glad for you. It'd be my dream. And then one day I was like, you know, do you want my shop? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go skating, man. I need to go. I need to go on tour. I need to make the most out of this stuff while, while it's still there. And and I did, and it worked out well. Is it still around? Yeah, it doesn't sell blades, so it's a full-on skateboard shop, which is still cool. Um, it's actually not open at the minute because um, the homies, the homies' daddy's poorly, and the guy Benny's super, for lack of a better word, COVID paranoid still. But I can understand because his dad's really ill, and if his dad gets ill, he he it could be pretty cool you know so mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i've had i've done loads of stuff i actually had a flipping skate park not long ago which was crazy an indoor skate park
1: that sounds um, like a, a lot of work Ooh, yeah a, big...
3: say that's a lot of work mate I, I again i had to fuck that off because the, I, I, it's a, quite a long story i'll give you, i'll try and give you the short version basically i've i've been wanting to get stopped but since bones bones died um the area, Stockport, this area, of my town, just uh, in Manchester, it needs it needs somewhere like this, like a skate park, and uh, well, for example, Bones helped so many people, including myself. Lomax used to go there, Elliot Stevens used to go there. I know so many people, met so many friends. You know, you know how skate parks go. It's so it's such a good community, and you so much opportunities can come from that, and a lot of good stuff. So anyway, I got this skate park. I, I kind of trusted. I listened to my heart instead of my intuition. I got into a business with a business partner, which I will not name, which um, ended up, uh, I had to get a professional accountant to come in because money wasn't adding up. And apparently 18,000 pounds was missing. The landlords, the landlord, I got told I was gonna get loads of help when I wasn't getting anywhere near as much help from this business partner as I did, as he said. I was running a flipping cafe as well in there, which was doing good. People would just come for food. Um, and it was vegan, all vegan, and not not one person questioned about the vegan food. It was like, is it vegan? No one knew it was vegan until they asked. Like no one asked. It was like, no, there were two people that asked, like, but they were vegan themselves. So but anyway, yeah, I, I was literally I was basically running the whole thing on my own, like trying to do events, trying to get contact in schools, doing lessons. There was one time where I was like a couple of times where I was doing a lesson, serving customers, making Doritos and f- or whatever food out of and making coffee, going back to the lesson, serving. And it was just too much, man. And and then, yeah, the landlord said that I owed him £14,000 and I was like, business partner, yo, where, why aren't you paying the shit? What are you doing? And he ended up being a bit of a lie. He lied to me a couple of times. And then I, so I watched all these people kind of make their moves. While well, I sat back and just surveyed it all, watched it all. And then eventually called them all out on it, and they're all tripping over the words. There was no proof, and then landlord said I only owed him four grand. After, I was like, "Where's this ten grand come from?" Business partner apparently from the accountant's owed me eighteen grand. So I was like, "Do you know what? I'm gonna let Karma do this thing now uh, in a professional way." I was basically like, "Fuck you guys, see you later." Like that's it, it's gone. I'm out of it. Mm-hmm. It's not good for. I'm not getting nowhere. Help. Usually saying this, saying that, but it was a good experience. It didn't go out in vain uh helped a lot of people within the year that we did it people made people happy and uh, hopefully in the near future we'll uh get something else going bigger and better with some honest passionate and trustworthy people so yeah
1: yeah well i'm sorry you went through that but i know like the skate park uh business can be frustrating i've like had a few friends do that you know phil gripper and uh these guys and it's 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 not it's not an easy business it's a lot of work and you can definitely make them work but it's it's definitely if you have a shoddy partner it's it's not a good look and especially if not holding up their end of the deal it's important to have someone that's uh honest on on that side to make things function in that way so i'm sorry oh, you went would... that
3: um i mean i'm kind of sorry but at the same time i'm not because like i said i learned a lot i learned a hell of a lot um i, I know how to run a flipping skate park on my own but i just just need a team of people instead of even just one business partner running Escape skate park would be hard enough. You need like four to five people, man. Do you know what I mean? So it's, um, yeah, it was heavy, man. Like I was, sometimes I'd be staying there after a lock in it, go at four in the morning. And then I had lessons at like, like 9, 10 a.m. I'd sleep on the couch, wake up, still a little bit hungover. That was when I drank. I don't drink mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd be like brushing my teeth, eating chewing gum making sure I'm not stinking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was heavy work, man. But yeah, it was good, man. It is, uh, it is an adventure. And, you know, there's no adventure without struggle as is life. And uh I learned a lot, man. It was good. It was good. Stressful at times. I was flipping nearly, like, ripping my flipping hair out. Not literally, but, you know. You, you
0: uh, jumped into two endeavors that people probably don't realize take up, like, every minute of your time. Like, when you're a skater, especially... You have a skate shop, you have a skate park. They're not really like, they're, they could be good businesses, you know, but they take up all your time. Like if you have a skate shop, it's hard to be able to pay like employees off the bat to like work, run the skate shop for you. You have to be there all the time, taking orders, opening it up, closing it every day. Um, you want to be open on weekends when people can like easily excessively get skate parts and stuff, but you also want to be out there skating, skating with like a skate park That's as it. well. You got to be there the whole time and you're doing lessons too. You, you got a cafe going on. That's like everything. Yeah,
3: It was madness, but um, yeah, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, what was I going to say? I fucking lost it. Never mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) along the street, the the skate park aspect of it, I noticed that a lot of people post on Instagram and they usually post like just messing around type of clips, whatever. A lot of it usually is skate park stuff, but you always post, almost always post street stuff. And you recently posted like a skate park clip and you're like oh like taking it back to like the skate park you know it's been a while since i've been here i'm curious what your thoughts on like skate parks versus like street are you it seems to me that you clearly favor favor street skating but you kill it on parks too like you could flip and and shit like on launch boxes or whatever so it's not like you're you're only capable of doing one or the other i'm just curious what your thoughts are on street versus park skating
3: yeah, all the flips, everything that I, all my skills I got was from that skate park, from Bones Skate Park, where I grew up, man. Um, it had jump boxes, grind rails, everything. But yeah, uh, there's pros and cons to both. Well, actually, no. There's just pros. I love street skate. Street skate, I like it more. I like street skate. more. There's more freedom. Um, if I had a chance to go street skating or park skating, 90, 95, 99% of the time, it would be like street straight up street skating um but then every now and then it's like going up and down some quarters doing grinds and flipping jump boxes. really good for the you know exercise and body and it's good to try and keep that that skill instead of you know if you if you if you sit on it if you sleep on it for too long you know it, it just get harder and harder so mm-hmm. um but i do enjoy i do enjoy flying a little bit man it's uh yeah but i'd always do street i just i don't know what it is i just I feel more free. I can I can go where I want on the street, and there's like I've lived in this area in Stockport in this town for my whole life, and I will go past somewhere that I passed by ten years ago, which I would never have skated, or it would have been. But now every you just look look at new things, old things, and you think of new shit. You know, as you as you progress and as your mind changes, your creativity changes you. I guess it's a similar, similar with pack as well. But yeah, I just, I love street for the freedom. And yeah, that's yeah, that's,
1: that's um, that. Sorry. No, I, I was going to say to your other point, it's, um, I've had the same experience with skating recently. Like, you know, you look at like spots you've seen for like 10, 15, even 20 years, some of these spots seen them for a long time. And because of like the evolution of skating that's occurred in the past, like four or five years with like the connections that taking advantage of the manuals, the heel rolls, like the different kinds of slides and uh, approaches landings, like all these new what's happening in new skating, like these things that were not previously spots are now like really good spots. So uh, I'm I'm curious what you think on like that, because uh, like we discussed earlier, like, you know, you have like that firm root and like uh, some of the old school you've been skating since 96, but there's this new style, like you said, um, well, oh, something that wasn't a spot has now become a spot. Do you think that's a cool direction? Where do you see the direction going uh moving forward?
3: Yeah, I like it man. I'm I'm uh I'm open to it, man. It's um well like for example you see how like how like technical the Kelso's are man and that's like, yo I wanna do some of that. because like, 'cause I'm not you know, I'm not gonna be always doing like heavy, massive, you know, heavy stuff and and even like stuff, like just kind of like, I guess some of some of the stuff what people are doing, you, you could call trendy. And maybe a couple of years ago, I was a bit more stubborn towards it, where I'd be like, nah, I'm just gonna stick with my shit. But then I'm watching, the more I watch what people are doing, like Michael Witzman like saying, um, just all the homies, like, you know, Bobby, Bobby doing some mad stuff. And it's good to keep it real, keep it old school, but, i mean it's also it's just refreshing to try these new things like uh, i'm enjoying it man i mean it's you know you can't it might get a bit boring after a while if you just if you keep doing the same shit um but yeah i dig it i dig it and i'm loving i'm loving the way it goes i'm loving that obviously it's like mate like seeing demetrius and stuff and seeing see I, i watched your your mesmer pieces the other day i was like yo Like you guys, like people are still doing hammers and stuff, and you know I like my big trick and that. But I think there's a time and a place for it all, you know, and um, it depends how you feel on the day, depends what you want to do, what I'm what I'm filming for, and yeah, I'm I'm digging it all, man. I like it all. I'm open to it all, and uh, I respect it. I respect. I could see, I could watch a, a beginner skater just rolling around, and that makes me happy, man. So it's, uh, yeah. It's good it's positive Definitely.
1: no I, I i agree it's like i like all the different flavors and uh being able to but i also like that some of the uh traditional uh forms are still there too and you can yeah. pick and choose bet- between all of them
0: yeah it's still good to see like a nice stylish trick even like like one of yours tricks Alice, like your fish brain with the rocket foot like 10 feet above your head like mm-hmm. that's still like <laughs> awesome to watch no matter what year it is so yeah still appreciate that stuff as well
3: i enjoy doing that so see, just testing seeing how far i can stretch my back to <laughs> rockets and it's just like yeah let's see see is, if i can touch my head with my skate is that is that
0: newer <laughs> because of the yoga
3: uh, i've always been pretty stretchy um <laughs> pretty I, stretchy i don't know yeah. I guess it's just nat- I've just naturally stretchy, but again, going back to the injury, if it wasn't for the injury and me starting yoga, then there's no way I would have been able to keep up with the. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a quite a stigma attached to yoga. I just do mindful stretching, and sometimes it's not even mindful. Sometimes I'll stick Dragon Ball Z on and just, <laughs> or Dragon Ball, and I'll stretch. You know, sometimes I'll go into a bit of a meditative zone. But yeah, if I didn't keep up with that stretching, if I didn't start that, there's no way I'd be able to do half the stuff i did today i do today yeah so,
0: i also wanted to say before when you were touching on uh skating street and preferring street skating a lot of older guys not that i'm saying you're old because we're pretty much the same age i don't really consider myself old but like we're not teens anymore and it, it street skating hurts your body more but you're doing mm-hmm. yoga you're stretching you're eating better and i feel like that's a huge part of it also because a lot of guys in there mid 30s 40s stuff like that they want to stick to park because it's lighter on your body generally speaking you know but when you're taking care of yourself that's not a factor and you could skate street you could fall on ledges or rails and still be fine
3: yeah that's it man that is that's full stop that's it yeah you just have to take care of yourself if you want to carry on doing this stuff and you know i mean like i say I, i do like to have you know i do like to skate park but and do some bigger tricks every now and then. I did a grind off a roof not long ago, and uh, I mean I was all right. You know, what I mean my body, I, my legs are kind of aching the next day, but I did some stretching that night, and I was sweet, man. And uh, without without a healthy lifestyle and a disciplined mindset, I mean I'm still working on it, as I'll always will be, as we always will be with this type of stuff. It's an endless, it's an endless uh, process. But yeah, without that man, I won't be doing this shit. So it's um, yeah. We just need to look after ourselves. That's it. Longevity is yeah, key um, these
0: days.
1: On, the, on that same, yeah, on that same token of what you're saying, uh, you, you mentioned like before, like uh, you were waking up at the skate park, you were a little hungover, but now you don't drink anymore. Was that in, in like with everything that happened with the health problems, or was that before that? Like, when did you come to that conclusion?
3: Uh, it's quite a mad one, really. Um, I wasn't drinking when I was in the midst of my illness, um, but then I started getting better, and I got a lot more into my Guinness. Um and then since then it kind of spiraled a little bit out of control. I was spending a lot of money, just going to the pub, being a bit, you know, I call it getting false enthusiasm. It's just like that Dutch courage in it. And uh, I'm actually quite, a quite. a I like to spend a lot of time on my own. I like my peace. So for me, I was, I, I, I started drinking quite a lot, um, for a while. Like I wasn't a full on alcoholic or anything, but I could see it taking effect on my mind and my body quite bad and there was a few situations and about almost two months ago which i basically nearly lost my shit i nearly lost my marbles this is when i didn't have alice so every time i'd find my triggers I'd when i'd take alice to see her mom for a few days i'd i'd just get sad automatically so my my little reaction was i'll just mask that shit i'll go to the pub and have a guinness or i go skating but then it, I, within half an hour within been skating i'd be getting a beer and uh it took um a couple of circumstances quite which are quite gnarly for me to be like oh shit what the f-? i nearly lost my marbles nearly lost my shit i could have got in a lot of trouble um so it's been almost about a month and a half and the thought of drinking alcohol knocks me sick now um I don't think I I don't think I ever will drink again. I feel so much clearer and physically and mentally without any alcohol in my system. And like I said I wasn't an alcoholic but it was at least having four tins of Guinness a night or then and I'd spend be spending my money man and now I've got so much more money to like save up and do good things with my daughter and stuff and I'm just trying to notice them triggers where what would make me want a drink and once you get through it's like yeah once you notice them things it's fine but yeah I'm, i feel amazing now i feel great like as as i am uh i'm gonna keep it up for sure
1: no uh, it's, it's really it's really amazing like that those you can notice those changes like when uh like every now and then like if i'm like uh oh i've had like a long weekend let me take let me take like 30 days off of drinking and you're just like feeling better you're feeling stronger and then, yeah. like, you go out for a beer and you're like, do I even want this thing? And then you have a couple of them. And then, like, you wake up, even if it's like two or three, after, like, taking some time of not drinking, you wake up and you're, like, a little slower, grogier the next day. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, you have to take a full break to realize, like, what it can, what it does on the regular basis, like, if you're drinking I, regularly, which I think most people do, you know? I mean, people go to watch football games, they drink regularly, come home from work, have a beer or two, like, you know, just not alcoholic drinking, like you say, but just, like, habit-forming. Social forming, drinking, you know? kind yeah. of. Yeah
3: yeah yeah and if you let it get out of control it can it can really mess you up well yeah no i just love to be able to wake up i've got my routine going i get i have a nice routine in the morning i'll do exercise i'll have a i'll have a coffee and you know whatever and then right i can go i can go and do cartwheels on a on a field now with alice if i want to do you know what i mean i can go and i can yeah. go and climb and run around with my little girl she's four she wants she wants to you know she wants to run around so i, I need that energy and it's uh yeah, I didn't realize it's kind of like the being returning vegan thing. It was ups and downs and ups and downs until a certain point. It was like, wow, okay, done. No more alcohol. I want, I want to be fresh. If I ever, if we ever want to drink now, I get like posh fizzy drinks. I've got this time like, <laughs>
2: Yeah. I just
3: get, I just get nice posh fizzy drinks, like healthy ones, like kombucha and stuff. And uh, I just feel, I feel great, like. I've actually been really aching today because I've had, I've not been stopped' not stopped all weekend um so I've had a lazy I was meant to be working with my friend helping him today but I rang him up this morning and I was like nah but I've had a rest I've had a I've had a cold two cold showers I've watched Dragon Ball I did that little loco edit this morning <laughs> and I feel great now I'm going work tomorrow you know what I mean so I'm yeah man it's mad it's uh, life's life's a, it's definitely a funny one and mm-hmm. the body's even stranger.
1: the cold showers huh those are really those are the things
3: me honestly man like I I can't have a shower anymore without having a cold shower and um, that's all thanks to the Wim Hof and the Wim Hof method I do the breathing every morning and I'll have my uh, you can have a hot shower first I started doing it about three years ago and I've had a cold shower every time I've had a shower since then Um, it's so good for your body uh, especially after well, in the morning, it'll wake you up. It gets you, everything flowing. And then after a skate, if you have, stay in a cold shower for three to five minutes after a skate, it's just, it's pretty much equal to having an ice bath. So you're getting healed as you're having a shower. And at first I was like, it was really hard for like the first six months. It was like, oh, okay, cold shower. <laughs> and now I can literally go, yeah, cold shower. And I'm relaxed because my body's so used to it. And it's really good also a meditative process because you have to your mind into like right it's just a cold shower and like i say now i just get in there happy i feel great for it man i suggest it to everyone and and, uh just research wim hof because it'll change your life like the breathing techniques also like it's just yeah it's beautiful it's good (laughs)
0: the the cold showers mm. after the hot ones too I'm I'm a little bit of a bitch myself I can't really jump in a cold shower that even like sometimes in the summertime I can but I'll do the hot shower and then let the cold water like put it all the way cold let it run for like a minute but you said three to five minutes is is what you need I got to try doing that more
3: yeah you just you have to take you have to like build it up it took me a work while it up, yeah mm-hmm. you have to build it up just like anything really work it up is uh yeah like I said at first man I was like oh this is t- no oh t- it was hard work but now it's just that easy. And every time I'll, I'll have it hot first, I'll have it hot, like straight away, it'll be hot and I'll be just relaxing in the hot shower and I'll get all washed, you know, i have a wash and I'll be like, right, bam, cold. And it's just beautiful. I love it. I absolutely, I, I can't have a shower without it. I actually don't stay at my girlfriend's sometimes because a shower doesn't go too cold and I'm like, <laughs> nah, no, nah, I need a cold shower tomorrow morning or tonight, so I'm, not, I'm, I'm going home and she just laughs at me and like... <laughs>
1: that's wild know. that's wild because i don't know for me shower is like that's like you know i feel like when you get older like you you only have like a couple like momentary pleasures like a warm shower is like crucial for me like what you come skating like oh i'm beat to death take that nice steamy hot shower you know just like. Wait, that's
3: th- that's what i said do it? that's what i do but yeah. then Honestly, once you get into that cold shower, man, like that is so. After you get out, like if you've had a heavy day, and you get the cold shower, and it's cold enough. Like your skin kind of feels burning where all the inflammation's going down, and like your blood's been running to it. Like sometimes, like that to me, that is my like. Like you say, the, the steamy shower, man. I have my showers hot, and then I have them as cold as they possibly can. And getting out after that is like what, like. Honestly, you gotta start trying it, man. Build yourself up to it, and you you'll be like, yeah, Alex is right. Wim Hof, just get onto Wim Hof, man. He'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh, so stay- dude, I'm
1: honestly, I'm honestly gonna do it after this episode because <laughs> I say, I've been say, like,
2: yeah.
1: because I've been having like my 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 back's been flaring up again because you know like whatever like I was like it's not just skating. I had like years of blue collar work, like construction, moving furniture, all this stuff, and then also like just as a drummer sitting in a seat like on your lower back, like if you're playing a lot, but um. I'm doing it right after this episode. So I'm going to, I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm putting this into my routine because honestly, anything that could help make skating or life easier for me, even if it's like two, three minutes of something that's uncomfortable and Hey, who knows, maybe I'll turn out to, to enjoy it. But even if it's like two, three minutes of something uncomfortable, that'll that's worth it at the end, you know?
3: <laughs> honestly, man. So if you say, if you've got like an injury, what I usually do is are an injury or like muscles aching out, I'll I'll get my whole body, but then I'll I'll focus it like on my legs or on my back if my back if I got a bit of tension. And it literally, you come out and it feels like you put like some deep heat, you know, deep heat rub. But it's just natural, and it's yeah, you'll benefit from it, and yeah, you'll you'll like it, man. But just if you do get into it and you're liking it, get it. Just research Wim Hof. I won't say it again because it's I'm sounding like I can repeat myself too much, but yeah, <laughs> Wim Hof. He will give you like scientifically proven. All of what he does has been scientifically tested, proven to like it just fixes your shit man it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah i know so many people who swear by
0: ice baths and i don't have a tub yeah. but <laughs> cold know. showers i could i could i could do that um you mentioned your daughter a few times alice who like she's a little ripper too she has her own instagram page right if i'm not mistaken yeah she's, yeah she's on so she's big on social media <laughs>
3: um yeah but, she's already posting and making her edits and her jokes. <laughs> her, her mom her mom controls that instagram um but yeah she's um she's a little adrenaline junkie already man i think she gets it from her mum and myself because we both quite you know she skates I, I skate um yeah she she's amazing man she would just been i took her to her first swimming well her mom took her to her first swimming lesson on last week and i took her to the second one and she's smashing it she's like she's only just turned four and she's doing stuff that took me flipping years to even get the balls to do you know so like she looks for your right, eyes yeah. she. I mean, she does. She has a moment. She's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but she ends up just doing it anyway. And she's, yeah. But I, she's see her,
0: a yeah, I see her on the bike, dropping in on ramps on the bike. I see her on the skateboard. You post her on the rollerblades. <laughs> like yeah. a, a lot of people, I, I would assume, try to be like, yeah, my kid's going to be like a, a rollerblader when they grow up. Like, I put them on the blades for the first time they do that. But you're not like that at all is there like a reason why you just like give her everything and see what she likes the most like
3: I, she's her own person and she's going to grow up to be her own person so i'm going to help enable and help her do whatever she wants obviously if if it's something that's going to harm her or whatever i'll give her advice but ultimately i'm just a, as much, like i love her more than anything i didn't realize i thought i knew love before she came Obviously, I know, I love her to bits, so obviously I want her to be safe. I want her to have the best life possible. But I'm just her life guide. I'm just a guide for her, you know. So it's up to her to make her decisions. So if she, wants to do, if she wants to start tennis, she wants to start skating, she wants to start scootering, she can do whatever she wants as far as I'm concerned. Like she's her own human. I'm just here to guide and love her, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, she can do what she wants. And I think more people should do that because, I mean... I know a lot of people's parents, Some some parents try and force their dreams onto their children, and it's the, the the kids don't really want to do that, but they feel like they have to because the parents are doing like you know told them to do it, and mm-hmm. so I don't want to be that. I want Alice to feel free as possible in this in this world because I mean we're already quite we it's quite a crazy world, and there's nothing. Well, there's, there is things worse, but it's not nice when you feel like. Suppressed, you know what I mean? You have to do this, you have to do that. Now, do what you want, as long as you're not harming anybody, fucking do what you want. It's you, use your own body, you know what I mean? It's that's it, that's it. Mm-hmm.
1: No, that's awesome, man. That's an awesome, uh, like, uh, perspective as a father and as a parent, like, you know, because you want to support things that they're interested in and what they're good at, and especially just like give them confidence, um, growing up. So, that's awesome. That's, that's something I always said, like i'm just i'm just married i have no kids but you know we've been talking about the idea and things like that but you know i think about that if i ever had a kid you know be like okay there's a room like there's there's a skateboard and there's a little bicycle and there's some Mm -hmm. blades and then there's a guitar piano and a drum set and crayons and like (laughs) whatever you get into is like yeah that's cool that's your thing you know it's like it's hard you know you don't want to be the kind of uh just like for like like you said force your like your ideas and dreams on your kid and more than ju- more like so just like cultivate and support like you know, I think that's a good that's a good perspective as a parent you're, you're you sound like a great dad
3: thank you mate thank you very much I'm I do try my best and yeah and congratulations by the way I think I might give you a comment on uh, getting married and stuff thank um, you <laughs> Get us, get us, a little one, man. Come on, bring us a little. One. <laughs> another soldier, another soldier. Love to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. too. Um, all you need, all you need is love and patience. I say that's all you need: love and patience. And the love just comes automatically. It's the patience that you need to practice on for myself, anyway. Because I was always quite a, a a reactive person, and it's like, oh shit. And I read something the other day: It's like, we're not born with patience. You see, my, I mean, my daughter, for example, daddy, 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 daddy. Like, Alice, be patient. And then I read something the other day. You're not you're not born with patience. It's something you have to learn and practice. So all you need is love and patience to be a good a good parent, I'd say, and and maybe discipline too, but that's also comes with the love. So yeah. That's awesome. It's beautiful. I love that.
1: That's that's awesome, man. Patience that's...
0: is patience is tough. I'm still practicing that myself. It's it's tough. Yeah um there's one thing we're gonna open up for questions as billy said in the comments in a minute there's one random thing that i want to say and start a little discussion about see what you guys thought about it because i was talking earlier uh with my girlfriend who skates we were talking about grabbing tricks and then i came on the topic of like fast slides and i was like realizing that no one really grabs fast slides and i'm like except for and i'm trying to think about it and i can't really think of many people who grab fast lights. and then i scroll through your instagram alex and i find you posted a picture of you like five minutes after i had this conversation where you back fast lit around with a grab on it and i was like what are the what are the odds of that so i'm curious like what other grab fast lights were there that were just in general not even that look good or bad like grab fast lights. why can't i think of one i don't know (laughs) It's stupid, yeah, but...
1: Farmer Farmer has done one. I
0: know people have. I can't... Like, in what? What did he's done it in?
1: Farmer did it in, like... It was... Uh, he's done it in a couple of things. I know people... Know? I, I feel
0: like... Has DL never done a grab fast slide? I, I feel like he would have done it, but I guess he like kind of started doing the freestyle fast slides in, in the Brain Fear Gone type of days, you know? Um,
3: I think... I can think Feinberg, of it Feinberg like. has
0: done grab fast slides. He grabbed fast yeah. lid in Bang, I think, on that square... Famous rail. I think it's like a skinny square down rail in the middle. Oh,
3: shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. He, yeah, that
0: one did, just yeah, came to did. mind. But I like, feel
1: like Demetrius probably has, you know?
0: True. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah I, was, I was thinking Demetrius. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think like
0: epic fast sliders. Like Alex has a million fast lights, but I, I only picture freestyle ones. Farmer. I only picture freestyle ones. DL. I only picture freestyle ones. Yeah. someone said Feinberg yeah. also. Farmer VG 19.
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Did he?
1: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Was it on the drop rail?
1: It was Farmer VG19.
0: Chris Medina said Arlo Hoax 2 in New York, but I think that was on like a two-step rail. (laughs) (laughs) But I I, I was wondering if anyone, if like you had, since you have done grab fast slides yourself, if you had like any ones that you looked up to before doing that, because you would have had an idea of someone else doing a grab fast slide. I don't know.
3: I can't can't remember. I think the one... I think the one is it an old school pitch? The one you saw, it was, wasn't it? Like yeah, it was, short, it was like, a
0: few drop. years ago. It's like a drop rail. Yeah,
3: that was. A backside that was, fast I, light. To, like, I think I was like 15 then. Um, yeah, that I just like to grab my tricks. Um, so it was like fast side, okay, grab because I'm on one foot, grab it. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta I mean, grab I more. Like, I, yeah, I try and grab. I try and grab them all, but I'm I'm kind of getting into like as as it as it develops i'm like oh i might start doing some more freestyle things again man it feels nice it all feels good you know it's just our preference but yeah i'm now you've said that i'm gonna look for something to do a grab fast side on for my next vod piece man i've yeah i've got to yeah, i've got you now yeah we got to <laughs> yeah, we gotta oh, mention
0: so, this a little bit speaking of yeah because yeah. You, so you are working on another project right now
3: yeah man it's probably gonna drop like end of november maybe Mid December, give or take, I don't know. Um, been working on it for a bit, it's hard to get out quite a bit, you know. People work, and I've got Alice, so I'm I'm squeezing it in wherever I can. I'm not forcing it, just going with the flow, gathering clips, and probably already just over halfway through. Um, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, we've got a little treat, haven't we? We Yeah, we
0: we got got a couple clips to, to tease that, Alex. Bless us one with of the them
3: sh- was one of them was for you i've sent this one for you austin With your tts's man
0: was it the Solta tts yeah 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 the, i was gonna play that one, i'll play that one second because I, I like that clip a lot obviously <laughs> <laughs> i
3: was about to say i was about to
1: say earlier on the episode we got two really great ttsers right here well Look we have a,
0: we have a question about that in the, the, in the patreon comments as well but yeah you bless us with a few clips you did a bunch of tricks on this drop rail but I had to switch it up because another grabbed back torque. Heck? Like you say, you gotta grab it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this that's funny that you mentioned that because this clip like reminded me of a trick that I did skating in the city like years ago. Yours was way better, but it reminded me so much of like my skating that I love this clip so much. So much style sold the true top soul oh transfer. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: So pitted on the true top soul <laughs> to rewind out also. To pull it out forward. And you looked hyped off of that one too.
3: <laughs> yeah, enough felt. I felt lovely, man. Well, yeah, that's a uh, couple of bits. There's Owen there. Uh, Owen uh, should be doing another Manchester magazine soon. He's um, smashing the photography. Cheese face slash Rob Oops. Dalton on camera. But so, yeah, there's nice yeah. little couple sneak in a couple clips for the next VOD. I didn't want to give too much, but I thought it'd be nice for the viewers to have a see of, uh, you know, you sharing's seen, caring.
0: You've seen it here first on Jump Street, folks. Alex Burstyn right. section coming out end of the year 2022 is a couple of teases for you all. You know what to expect. Grab tricks, stylish, tricks, transfers, <laughs> all the good stuff.
1: And I was oh, about yeah. to say also, man, I'm I, I, like, I feel like the last few years you've been really like pulling the outfits together too, with your mm-hmm. skating. Like it's, it's coming together in a way that that's really sick. Like you got the football Jersey on there and then the other one with like the, the windbreaker. i i noticed man i've been noticing i just want to let you know
3: (laughs) well i've i've kind of just it came to a point where i was like i i I guess i used to be a little i don't know a bit self-conscious in some ways without realizing subconsciously self-conscious and um, then But then I started just wearing, wearing my trackies and my joggers again from day to day, and I was like, "Wait, this is so much more comfy." And I used to always wear baggy clothes back in the day, and I was like, "Why the fuck have I been skating?" I mean, obviously it's my preference, but why have I been skating in these? Like, I've got so much more maneuverability in my joggers and my baggy pants, and so I just started wearing what I feel comfortable in, and it's—I mean, I think it complements my style a lot more for my my own stuff. And it also just feels feels way better for me. So and yeah, and I've uh, I've been getting a bit more select, a bit more varied with what I'm wearing as well and stuff like. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it, man. I enjoy waking up like, what can I wear today? Like, you know what I mean? It's just a little, the little, the little happy things in life. A little, you know, it's good. It's little things that make you happy. Then, then you're winning. So.
0: <laughs> I feel yeah, like the, the baggy got... clothes made a comeback recently too. Just in general, For sure.
3: Yeah, yeah, I,
1: definitely. I I loosened up a little bit, and I was like, "Ooh, that feels good." <laughs> I, basically, I, basically, I basically had Bellino like being like, "Bro, you're too tight, man. That's those that days are <laughs> done. You look, you look too." And I was like, "All right, bro, then give me some pants." And then like he gave me some pants, and I was skating, and I was like, "This is actually a lot of fun because you kind of just like, I don't feels good out mm. there." And you know, I feel like a lot of like you said, like the you're Watching like the Kelsos do their thing, and you and something, and it's like, man, these guys are making this look good. So, yeah, not to say managed. that you can't look good type, but yeah,
3: sorry, no, no, it's right, yeah, no, it's uh, it's easy, stee- it's comfortable, and uh, I get most of my pants because most of my upperwear comes from my, my sponsors or, or my brand, the Shuriken, and stuff. Um, but I just get my pants from charity shop from like two to five pounds or something, and it doesn't oh. matter if you're so. I just go to the the thrift, the thrift shops. You know what I mean? And uh, super cheap. I've got flip. I've got piles of skate pants that I'll I'll, I'll wear on day to day as well. But I'm like, it doesn't matter if I rip them because I'll just go and buy another pair for two pound. And it's like, yeah, sweet, That's
0: a good deal. It's got yeah, pants yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just just any type of comfy, baggy trackies just anything yeah like I, sometimes i wear some dickies or some chinos if they're baggy enough or sometimes i wear my trackies you know as long as they're baggy for me I, i've got enough free movement then i'm i'm happy man i'm i'm happy with it yeah, yeah.
1: it looks it looks good like that Styles um, I'm
2: before,
1: before we get into these questions we got a bunch of questions lining up in the in the chat um but uh but before we get into that you mentioned shuriken could you do you care to g- grow on about that for a second? What What's happening with Shuriken?
3: Yeah, I can give you a little bit about that. Um, well, I have to. I, I didn't really have time when I had the skate park, I didn't have time to do much with that. At all.
0: Oh, no, did we lose him? Looks like it. We might have lost him. I think he had a switch to his phone last minute. That's why we started late. I hope his phone didn't die.
1: Maybe <laughs> it might have,
0: but well, you know, in the meantime, well. Anything happens here on Jump Street. It's live. This is real life. Oh, and now we lost him completely, and it's just us two. Let me no, I'm
1: Alex. Us. Hold on, wait.
0: <laughs> no, let's get rid of that again. Um, well, I guess we could take this opportunity. So one more time. Oh, maybe now we'll do this in a second. Hang on. I think Alex is back. Let's see. Let's see. Is he back? He's back. I'm back. Sorry,
3: I can't. My, so I'm using my phone, so it's... Uh, Did it die on turn you? I'm mode, otherwise I won't be able to speak to you guys. Oh, I got you. Um, yeah, sure I I couldn't do anything when I had the skate park because all my time was going on the skate park and being a dad. Um but I've started doing a little a few more things again recently. i I got some T shirts out which are on the on the Instagram page. Um just some socks have actually just arrived, which I've got I've got some right here actually. They're really comfy socks. It's kinda mm. like the wheel symbol. They're sports socks. They're gonna be fairly cheap. I'm gonna drop them this week, they're not out yet, but uh yeah, just for I mean I love I used to I'm really fussy with my socks so I was like what do I want? Because <laughs> that's pretty much why I do it. I mean obviously I put other people's things in into mind, but I'm like you know I want I want some nice socks so I'm gonna bring out some nice socks. <laughs>
1: Definitely. Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, to 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 quote my guy uh, Rolinson Rivera and Hoax Five, or to paraphrase, uh, socks are a very important part of skating. You gotta once you skate them skates when you're done skating take the socks off. <laughs> throw them in the hamper throw them in the garbage they're done and then put on some watch if you put on some freshies it's nothing like skating with some fresh clean socks it's like
3: that. having a shower it's like just <laughs> like just, just yeah it's lovely it's a lovely feeling but yeah i'm happy with these socks they're they're going to be fairly cheap as well for the quality that they are because i just want i just want to get rid of them so i can bring out the next thing kind of and yeah it's an interesting well, if topic
1: interested, if anyone's interested in buying them where could they where could they go
3: um, if you check out my Instagram uh the, the Shuriken Instagram page which is Shurikenware that's at Shurikenware and then there's a Big Cartel website attached to that. I did have an actual domain but as I kind of I stopped paying that when the skate powers come, so I'm still working on it, I'm still chilling with it. Um it's just a yeah, it's just a thing. But yeah, you can check the Instagram out and it's um Wear dot dot com and that's the uh, there's a link in the bio to the Instagram. Yeah, thank you. Hey man,
1: listen. We all need socks. Exactly. And better better to support the homies than Fruit of the Loom. I think Fruit of the Loom is gonna be just fine. We don't have to worry about them. So let's uh, let's 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 get the money into into the industry. You know, it's but, it's, a, yeah. it's such an
0: interesting thing to bring up now because there's so much talk about pants in skating. No one ever talks about socks, which I feel like is more <laughs> important than the pants, or just as important as the pants. <laughs> Am well, I wrong? Like yeah, Seinf- it's
1: like a Seinfeld well. skate the way you brought that. To I the just table. watched Seinfeld
0: this morning. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> like I, yeah. I, I skate in ankle socks a lot of the times, and people always flip out when they see me skating in ankle socks because it doesn't make sense to them. But I know there's people are very particular about their socks. I always see people like a specific brand, a specific style of sock that they they wear, and I feel like it's just as strong of a topic as pants, but no one talks about it.
3: Yeah, it is very rarely talked about, but yeah i used to be very weird with socks i used to only like thin socks but now I'm, I'm not even just saying this but as soon as i i got the samples to these socks i started wearing them because you know i really i really don't like do you know when the corners go like they get all built up and you can mm-hmm. feel it when you've got I, I i don't like that so i was like oh i don't know about these tried them and now I, now i'm wearing the thicker socks because they're just great and yeah it's one of them what do you mean ankle socks you wear like like Trainer socks that just go like you don't even go up to your ankle, just your foot. Yeah, it comes the foot. No, you're just skating them. How does it does it not rub on? <laughs> um, does it not I, rub on you. Uh, I on your
0: I have a pair of Aeons that I ride that I have to wear long socks with, but other than that, every other pair of skate that I ever rode, I ride with ankle socks. I just I I feel like it's stifling to have like high socks, especially when it's hot out. It's like an extra layer. A fabric but people yeah. love that extra layer that protection kind of like against their their cuff or where their buckle straps on and i kind of understand that now that i'm skating long socks with the aeons more but if i'm skating any other skate i i want as little fabric as possible so i, I go with the ankle socks and it works for me i feel like it doesn't work for almost anybody else by everyone else's reaction when they see me take my skates off at the skate spot <laughs> but i might, that's I just might me. try
3: it one day i might try it one day i'll give you my feedback <laughs> give, give, give it a shot
0: we, we should do a, a podcast on just socks one day
3: <laughs> that'd be a good one yeah <laughs> P- pomelo as well has also brought out some socks and i've heard they're very comfy socks mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that would be a nice little episode i'd watch it I feel, I feel like yeah. the mushroom
0: blading guys would do a good um, episode or video on like that. I feel like, I feel like that's like their field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they do pants videos. If They did like a, trying out all the socks, having a lineup of socks and figure out which one is the best for skating. That would be. Oh, my God. It's like your foot's getting
1: a hug. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. You know, I feel like uh, we should start taking some of these questions right now from some of our people in our chat before that. We have some people in the uh, Patreon who have questions. But before even that, we got to shout out our sponsor, Blank. Shout out to our sponsor, Blank, holding us down for 2021, holding us down for a good portion of 2022. Uh, really appreciate the support. It means a lot. Hey, if any other companies want to support uh, Jump Street, you can do an ad on here. Hit us up directly, and we appreciate that. But... Also, should we talk about our subs real quick? Yeah. So why- speaking of healthy body and mind and being able to move and, you know, some. Oh yeah, some we, got right th- we got the
0: perfect guy on here right now. We got the
1: perfect <laughs> guy. It's perfect. We got the perfect <laughs> guy.
0: Don't don't forget to check out Jump Supplements, jumpsups.com. It is our Jump Street supplement brand. by skaters for skaters. We try to pick a nice line of supplements that every skater can benefit from, from full hamstrack CBD oil to ultra joint flex, multivitamins, platinum, turmeric, krill oil, all different things to support our joints, muscles, general body health, just to make us feel good when we're skating and for after when we're not skating. Um, We sell 10% off with code 10 off if you want to get individual bottles on the website. We have bundles if you want three or five bottles at a time. You can save big on that. If you're in the U.S., we have free shipping. We also have international shipping to the U.K., Canada, Australia, and Italy. Um, check out jumpsups.com. I'll be taking them. They're making us feel good, making my joints and everything feel fantastic when I go skating. Give it a shot. Jumpsups.com. And we also have an online store with, as Billy said at the top of the show, if anyone's interested in supporting us in other ways, we have a line of shirts, hats, five panels, snapbacks, tank tops, mug. Check it out, uh, jumpstreetpodcast.com/store. Show some love, show some support, and get some cool escape gear while in the process of it as well. So I thank gotta, you say, much my spiel. I gotta <laughs> say, I gotta
1: say, I love, I love the new um, the tank top. Now that it's summertime, that's my guy. I've been wearing yeah. that the whole summer. I no feel washing. good. I feel comfortable. No, I wash it. But I'm just saying, <laughs>
2: I, uh, I just feel
1: like. I, I told my I told my wife I'm like this is my most comfortable outfit. It's like a pair of like uh, I got it at a thrift store like gym shorts from like some high school that are like mesh like basketball shorts and <laughs> yeah. the the Jump Street tank top. I'm just walking around the house doing work around the house. Mad comfortable. See
0: so. that that kind of goes to what I was saying before about the <laughs> socks. Like I like as little fabric as possible. I can't skate in shorts. That's not my thing. But I'll skate in pants. But like when I'm in the summer, I I want to feel like a Spartan. Like the l- most l- least amount of stuff that's on me as possible. I don't want like even a t-shirt sometimes I'll ride no shirt but a tank top is nice nice light flowy tank top in the summertime feels great nice thin socks feels awesome for me that's like my mantra of how I like skating so it's like kind of along the same lines that you just mentioned with the tank top
1: yeah they, they they've been kind of coming down on me for the shorts lately so I think I gotta like step oh, really? away from it yeah yeah because i've I've been seeing some comments they've been kind of coming down on me for. But I was doing this like why is he skating his shorts? I'm like, dude, it's like 100 degrees, like 38 Celsius, 39. It's really hot. That's why. But like but you try you it. Know what? And and come you back. Know to what? Me. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going You know what? I'm going to suffer now because of all the criticism. So I'm going to wear pants now <laughs> from now on instead. I'm going to sweat, and I just want you guys to all know I'm uncomfortable and I'm sweating, but that's what I'm going to do from now on.
0: <laughs> for you guys, he's doing this for you. <laughs> No, for, for, for literally like the
1: two or three people that love comments that were like, what's up with this guy in the shorts? I'm like, it's for you two and three. That's it.
0: What happened with the pineapple shorts, by the way? I haven't seen them in a while. Did you retire them?
1: I skated in them and they got destroyed like everything
0: ah, else. <laughs> you need like uh, five more pairs of those things.
1: I need to take a page out of Alex's book and go to the thrift and like, because I go through pants like a pair a month, a pair of two at most, but it's not
3: good. Yeah,
0: the two-pound pants sound like a deal to me. For skating,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, thrift it up, man. Just buy a handful of them each time. Just fuck them up. <laughs>
0: that's that's another thing I'm gonna
1: do. I'm gonna go hit the cold shower then I'm gonna go get some cheap pants.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I was a good influence.
0: I was about to say what an, what an influential episode this has been. But we're gonna get I'm into gonna go these. Try,
1: I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go try to make a kid too after that. So you've been really influ-
0: <laughs>
2: Brilliant. <laughs> um, so All right, let's
0: get into some of these questions. Let's get into some of these questions as we do every episode. Uh, if people want to super chat us. We prioritize the Super Chat questions. We'll mention them on the show. We split our Super Chats with our guests. If you want to support our guests, that's one way to do it as well. Uh, but first, we're going to do the Patreon questions because we ask exclusively on Patreon for anybody who can't watch live. Uh, we have one question here. It's I don't know if it's really a question or not. Uh, Joshua Hillel says, ask him if he's down to do a one-on-one true top soul battle with Austin to determine who truly has the best one, uh, which isn't really a, a question, I guess. But it's funny because billy mentioned Gosh. that earlier and i'm not into battling for true topsils, whatever but alex i will say when i first discovered your skating i think it might have been around the time that like your pro skate came out your Razor pro skate i was like damn this guy skates like if i had anybody to relate my skating to it was your skating i feel like i could be wrong but i feel like my skating relates to your skating so much and and vice versa like the tricks that we do like spot selection, all that stuff, style. I feel like it mixes, it's almost very similar. So when I saw your skating, I was like, damn, you know, I was like a big fan off the bat.
3: I respect, man. Thank you. And that goes for the same. Uh, and without licking ass too much, I think I think you, you win hands down, especially because you got them shit switch as well. I,
0: well, I don't have them. Well, I guess I could do them switch, but I used to do them the it, o- other way. I used to do them with my right foot and then I realized that I do them better with my left foot. So there's a lot of earlier clips of me doing it. I guess you would say switch, but, um, I guess I still could. I I just don't do them anymore.
1: I look at at it like this and I'm going to give the politically neutral response. (laughs) And I I feel like I could give like a good median response here, but I feel like when it gets to a certain level and I really do believe this, like, I'm not, I'm not just saying this, that it's, um, like the, like the, the, it just becomes your own. Like, do you know what i mean like what you can be yeah, like, like, like like how can you judge like uh uh maybe like a I don't know like a rob g kind of fish brain versus like a super rocketed fish brain it's like it's just a different take on a trick and how mm-hmm. it's done and you know there's all kinds of like santiago has a great true top soil shane scour these are such old yeah. references by the way <laughs> but i mean like um you know it's like it's I, I think when it gets to a certain level it just becomes the persons like the the trick and when it's done you see the silhouette of them and that's oh that's this person the way it's being done and like i think you guys both have that and that is like the highest level or one, one of the highest levels so that's my politically neutral peace <laughs> response peace
3: respect <laughs> uh, i'm down i'm down to uh, do one day i'll come here uh, i'll come to wherever you are Austin and we can make a little Instagram edit over. we'll both do a couple two top solos not battling just for the people and be like there you that go would, that, that would if be I'm
0: really down, sick man. I would love that you said you're <laughs> trying to get back to the states soon too so if you're ever in New York let me know other than that I will probably won't see you till Winter Clash if you're going to that but yeah, maybe we can do something there who knows we'll see
3: yeah yeah see what happens man we'll see you, do see you see plan to go on going to Winter Clash? yeah I will go um, I don't want to compete to compete I'll I'll get in the I'll get in the the runs and that. But, man, that shit scares me, man. Not not scared as in, like, scared to compete because of the nerves. Just there's too many people. Mm -hmm. Like, I nearly got my head chopped off once. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, it's going to be great. I'll go and socialize and uh, say hello to all the worldwide Blade family we've not seen, a lot of us haven't seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to be beautiful. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to go and do that. I'll show up. Skate a little bit, chill with the fam, socialize, and uh, I'm down, I'm going, I'm going.
0: Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. I can't wait to see you there. Maybe we could do a like a one-minute Instagram True topsil video there. We'll just do like five True Topsails each throughout the skate park and, and make an Instagram edit about that. <laughs> I'm, for, down,
2: man, for I'm people, down, For
0: the people, for the people, for the people. But let's get into some of these... Live chat questions. We don't have any super chat questions yet, so we'll just get to some regular questions in the meantime. Uh Billy, do you have any lined up? I'm trying to pull some up now. Yes, yes,
1: I do. What you got? What um, you got? Okay. So first question I have is from Nick Shand. He says, If you could take one person skate and one person trick vocab, who would you pick and why? Can't be the same person for both.
3: Wow, that's an interesting <laughs> question. Wow, it is an interesting. One question. person skate like a different pair of skates yeah i guess i don't know that's a weird question
0: one person yeah.
3: it's an interesting question it is Ah, oh, man that's pretty tricky man i don't know if i've got an answer to that right now it is, it's fucked with my head <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody Nick, who man, like does tricks me... that it's
0: anybody who does tricks that you like always wish you wanted to do
3: um a lot of people because i mean that's a i guess that's a whole part of what I mean, you know, you watch someone and you like skating, and you want to—if it inspires you, you want to learn it. But there, i, I couldn't have one singular person. All right, okay, I'll pretend I'm, it's back in the day. Pretend it's back in the day. Um, it'd either be Domstagon or Vinnie and they were both my two favorites. That was before I seen any of you two as well, boys. Just saying. Uh. <laughs> um so yeah i mean i used to skate solomon's back in the day um i guess yeah uh, it's fucking hard to say but uh, as my younger self they they were my two favorites when i was also feinberg but then that was like oh shit right (laughs) i'm I'm not he can do his tricks i'm not going to do his tricks (laughs) (laughs) for (laughs) him well yeah uh for now, I don't know, mate. I, that's a hard one. I can't, I, I can't elaborate anymore on that, Nick Shan. I know. Nick.
1: That's a pretty good answer, I think. Those are you good know, choices, dumb, too. Dumb, yeah, those are good choices. I support that.
3: Yeah, mom. <laughs>
1: Um, WDT Pro says, Alex, when you come into Leicester to film with me.
3: Um. Well, WTD Pro. I don't know your real name and I can't remember the Instagram. (laughs) Just message me and and I'll ask you. DM me, mate. DM me. I'm bad with (laughs) memories. Go on, go on, go on. on. Sorry, sorry.
1: No, no, it's okay. Phil Reed says, top three Manchester spots.
3: Hmm. If it was old school, it would be Castlefield Arena. Um... This is Manchester Town Centre. Castlefield Arena. Red Rail, which used to be outside. I think it's still the outside Victoria Station. And. What, 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 what. There used to be some. I can't remember. Maybe Urbis. There's, low, there's like. They're places that have got quite a few spots within one. So yeah. Castlefield Arena. Urbis. Where the football that's where the football museum is and uh yeah i guess red rail that's the old school ones now i can't there's there's so many ledges now in manchester and new things being built i can't again i can't really i can't really give you a a favorite for the this these days but yeah if you know manchester you know them and most of them are still there anyway so
0: a lot of skate spots these days are like aren't even like official spots like they were back in the day. Cause now you'll just see like a random thing driving down the road. Like that's the spot. And they skate that. Mm. It's not just like you go to like yeah. a place with a bunch of cool ledges and session those, you know?
3: That's... Yeah. yeah. There is a, there is, there's a lot of them in Manchester actually, but, um, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I can't even half the names. I don't even remember the names these days. I just go that spot, that one with the legs. That's the just that lazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Okay. So, uh, I think it's, uh, Hendry, Hendry, Ian Hendry or something like that. Hendry Ian, yeah, yeah, it says, really, uh, okay. I think, I think we actually, you could touch on it again, but I think we've actually touched the first question a couple of times on this episode. Um, so maybe the second question, he says, Hey Alex, what are your favorite skaters and where do you think you got your style from? I think we just addressed some of that. And at what point did you meet the BHC lads and where did that journey start? I'm curious to know about that.
3: Yeah man. Yeah, well we've been through the favourite skater thing, so I'll just get to the, the BHC. Yeah. Um well I've, I, I knew I knew Treble and and them boys when I probably from about twelve, thirteen. Um when he started looking after me with product wise, like sponsoring me when I was like fifteen. Um uh, I'm pretty sure Henders I'm pretty sure Henders was about it at that time. I'm pretty sure he knows this. Are you just I think you might have just been giving some food for the interview here. That was nice on Henders. <laughs> but um yeah, I was about fifteen and I went when I went on my first tour with him. I had to I remember Treble. I, I think most people will know Mark Treble, BHC founder. Um, he had to like speak to my mum and like, Can Alex come on the tour for a, a bit longer? You know, he's uh he's doing good, we'll look after him and <laughs> Yeah, that was my first ever tour and I was it was absolutely crazy. It was beautiful man, I was just uh, it was crazy. It was, again, all childhood dreams. Like, I was on tour with Fraser, S- Sam Davies, Albert Huey, flipping. I think Mike Welland was on there. Treble, the, just to say a few, Baggy Scott Bagnall, and I think Hallam was in the bus and Chris Hallam. Yeah, man, that was that was amazing. That was amazing. And then ever since then, I've just you know I've stayed loyal. First sponsor, very good friends. I see. I see all of them as brothers and trebles, like my big brother. He's always looked after me, um, giving me advice. He was he was the, when I was ill, he was he was the only, one of my only friends that came to the hospital. I didn't actually tell many people at all that I was ill, but I, he just turned up one day. The guy lives um, six hours away, five, six hours away, down south, and he just turned up one day. I was like, oh, shit. But yeah, man, BHC for life, man. I ain't going anywhere for that.
0: I only hear good people, uh, good things about BHC on this Nothing show. Nothing but good things about yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good, stuff. good choice.
1: Yeah, huge love to Mark Treble. And uh, I'm sorry, I know his wife. What's his wife's name? Kate? Is it Katie? Cat. Kate? Kat. Got it. Kat and Mark. Huge shout out to them. They've been, uh, and they got some good friends over here and like family and Dominic Sagona and Eric Perkett. So they're like extended family pretty much. Yeah, but um, yeah. we we have a super chat that came in really quick. Um, oh, it's been retracted. Really? Uh, yeah. It, it was flatter anti.
0: Yeah, I, I still got it here on my end. I'm gonna pop it up anyway. Gay <laughs> <Flat laughs> from the Bronx says flatter anti.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it used to be anti. It Used to be anti. Or how I would say anti anti rocker. Um, mm. but um, when ground control brought the the big frames out, I started going. I thought that I, I was on anti-rocker for years, years. And when he brought the bigs out, the big frames, I thought that was just big wheels. I was like, these are big wheels, like 62s, I think. But anyway, yeah, I was like, Oh yes, yeah, I'm going to start skating. Either. So it was quite hard for me at first, but now flats all the way for me, all the way. Hmm. I'm not going back to anti-rockers. I don't think I can see myself ever going back to anti rocker. I've got the mega. Oh, I've got the new Featherlite fours. Um, the best. I'm not even just saying it, but they're the best frames I've ever skated. Um, obviously, people might think I'm obligated to say that, but no, they're fucking amazing. <laughs> so, and I've got 62. I had to shave off a little bit. I no, 64s, a 62 flat setup, and I I love it. I love it. Just the way you can cruise a lot easier. It's a bit harder when you're skating ledges, and obviously, there's a little. It's, it can get harder on anything. But yeah, flat setup all the way for me from now on.
1: Yeah, it's probably huge in, in Skating Street in England too. Like, you know, some of the footballs are like, cracked and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's probably yep. night and day. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: All
1: right. All right. Well, we got one more question we'll take for you um, from Xander Williams. He says, uh, by the way, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us and answer all these questions. Really appreciate it. Um, uh, but sure. Zen xander williams says any particular yoga or exercises for getting low on torque and fish and i'm going to also listen to this because i would
3: like to know (laughs) i don't don't know if i'd have to kind of demonstrate that getting low on torques and fishes you basically just have to i guess it's all that's in the tendons and the strength of your knees um you have i mean i'm always curling my Do you know like when like People roll their ankles. Skateboarders always like roll their ankle. I have I skateboard a bit too, and some of my friends when I'm skateboarding, and are like, "Fuck, is your ankle all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm a rollerblader because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can bend my ankles like like this." You know what I mean? And I, I guess it just comes with repetition. But I am going to I am going to start a Patreon soon, and I'm going to start getting into all this stuff. So there's going to be a bit. I'm going to start my video vlogs again, my video blogs. Um, so all that all this type of stuff is going to I'm going to do videos on it what I do to help myself but yeah just gentle them tendons stretching daily like like just the position of the ground that you want to do and do that when you're not on your skates or even if you do put your skates on when you're sitting down in your or you're chilling in your living room or you could just sit up and just you know what I mean stretch your legs out you know it's it's just all about repetition and muscle memory and the more you do it the and more strict, Yeah, just the more you do it, the easier and stronger you'll become with it. And uh but yeah, I guess that's all I can say without fully demonstrating it. Just practice the grinds when you're not even on the skates, just get low on them, keep doing it and keep doing it, and before you know it but not everybody can not everybody's body is capable of doing everybody's body's different. So you need to find your own ways as well of doing things, I'd say. Um but I'm I'm pretty sure everybody's capable of getting super low and getting on them, getting them rockets. And, you know, every, I never, I couldn't touch my toes when I was 25 and now I'm like my knees to my, to my head to my knees and shit. So wow. repetition is the, repetition is the mother of learning, you know? So repeat, 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 practice, practice, practice. If you want to get there, then you will do it. And that's, that's it. I'd say, yeah.
1: Um, may, may I make a suggestion because I've actually been thinking about this for a second. Like I like that you say you're going to have a Patreon and like interact with your, your uh people who are interested in this directly i've been trying to talk to bolino about this for a second i'm like dude doing only fans man like do it only fans yeah. and then you could teach people your skating you could teach people guitar you could teach people how to like how you do your thing i don't see any bladers doing it i see like other like i'm like into combat sports i see like a lot of like not ufc guys who are into combat sports like other promotions they all do it because they just show like fighting techniques workout techniques diet things like yep. that And so just like lifestyle things. So I think, especially based on what you've been saying, I think OnlyFans is cool. Like it's something that like if I wasn't doing that, I'd be all into like trying to do an OnlyFans right now just because I think it's a cool avenue that's not being taken advantage of. And I think it's associated with like the other OnlyFans stuff, which so many people use it for so many different things. So just a a suggestion if you think about going that route.
3: No, this is, um, I'm glad you said it as well because I actually, Approached Jay Keely, um, local skates founder, um, and my I I see him as a bit of a team manager as well. If I've ever got anything I want to ask him, he'll give me a straight answer, and he's got quite a good view on things. So uh, he actually said, "You should just do both and see how they work out. Do an OnlyFans, do a Patreon. Every time you upload, just have two pages up. Upload exactly the same stuff. See which one does better. See just you know review it." one doesn't work then just do the other or if one's working better blah blah so yeah i'm really glad you said that too because that's pretty much confirmed that it's, it's happening so yeah yeah i'm gonna do that as well
1: that's awesome and i think it's like i said like some of like my favorite like lower like non-ufc like in different like ufc guys don't do it but like i think it's in their contract they can't but like other promotions like some of my favorite fighters all do it and um yeah it's sick i, th- I think it's like a cool it's cool that we live in a time now where you can take like the skills and knowledge and 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 uh, things you have to offer and you could do it directly to someone without any other thing and i just i just think it's an avenue that we could maybe use to benefit us and yeah i'd love to see that out of like yourself and many other skaters so that's cool
3: yeah it's it's amazing and like you say you can just give information and like i mean most people have to pay for a personal trainer or something or go to lessons or classes but now you can just click online most of the stuff i've learned throughout all of my, in, in, like my illness, my exercise. I've, all, I've always started online. And now if you can just pay a couple of quid every month, just to see someone doing, you know, who you look up to or whatever, you you, you know, if you can, like it's, it's awesome. It's brilliant. And it's a kind of a no brainer. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to get into it for sure. Give if I, I feel like I can help people as well with my experiences and what I do. So if I'm an, I, Kind of obligated i don't feel like i want to help people so it's a, it's amazing it's amazing i love it yeah Isn't that's it?
1: also that's a, that, that's a really fantastic motivation and uh just give us a heads up when you do that so we can on our part shout it out to our followers uh to, to get on
0: it and the same with the vod yeah i'm um, excited to see that too because i've been saying that forever that more skaters should be on these these platforms patreon i didn't mention only fans but sure only fans there's so many ways to monetize skating now even instagram has a, a monetization now like uh yeah a, i don't know what they called it but you can pretty much do like a patreon through instagram now too if you have like a huge instagram following so she like that helps yeah. too i know you got a lot of instagram followers yourself so maybe that one too who knows it's all like kind of new yeah, testing stuff to... out
3: yeah I'm, i'll see what happens with i don't want to spread myself too thin but um, sure. i want to keep it less complicated for the for the viewers and the you know, whoever wants to see it, but I'm going to look into it all and I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to take my time and when the stars align, they align and it's going to all just be like, bam, here we go. I'm actually buying a 360 cam this weekend as well. Um, So I can, I'm going to just, I'm just going to get in. I'm just going to carry on doing what I love doing. Dad life, fucking skating, exercising, eating healthy. I'm just going to make my video blogs again and just try and give out the, give out that good message, that positivity, everything, everything. I'm gonna try and you know it's, it's gotta be done if I've got if I can I should you know so that's how I, see I, it. Love yeah, I love that I love that
1: man and I I think that's a great place to to end the episode I uh, just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to join us today um and chat with us uh do you have any shout outs I know you have sponsors and friends and the things you maybe uh words of wisdom any last things you'd want to impart on this audience who's listening
3: should have written some notes down <laughs> <laughs> Um, shout out shout out to, to all I mean all my sponsors obviously you know um, without them I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't still be able to do it as much as I did. So we got local skates, razors, ground control, rain liners, um I got my shit, shuriken, um BHC of course, um my friend Haran, Haran Rick who does his own C B D company helps he helps me out, he helps start inflammation come down um, my little cousin Kyle's just doing his own sweetie company which I don't eat but I'm going to help him promote mm-hmm. it <laughs> um, yeah now nah, just everyone big ups to everyone for tuning in and listening and big up you two for inviting me It's um, it's been a pleasure uh, words of wisdom keep doing what you're doing as long as it's positive and you're not harming anybody around you you're your own person you've got to learn your own lessons and just fucking just, just be good and do it. Look after yourself. Health is wealth, motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> love that.
0: That, that was perfect. a good one. That was a good one right I, I love that. Alex, so, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for making time for this. Everyone who's watching live, thank you so much. Please don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit the like button. Show some love. Drop a comment for Alex if you need to. Stay tuned for his Patreon or OnlyFans or whichever he has going on. Keep an eye out for that. And we'll see you next week for the next podcast episode. Later, everybody. Big
3: love. Big love.